Hi, folks, and welcome to a new live episode of Off the Rack. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. This is the last Off the Rack of 2023. That's right. Woo! <laughs> we did it. We got another year. We made it. We made it. Thanks so much for everybody. Uh, all of you watching the show, uh, you make it so much uh, more awesome than if we uh, didn't do the show. I don't know. <laughs> Thank you very much for watching and <laughs> for supporting us. We want to thank our super chatters for sponsoring today's show and every show mm -hmm. that we do, uh, because uh, without you, the show, you know, it would be uh, it would be harder to make. Yeah, honestly, for sure. it actually would be harder to make. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we're going to jump into some of our favorite comics of uh, the year. But before we do that, we should talk about some comics that came out this week that we think you should check out and uh, that we're going to recap and review for you now. Of course, as with every episode, we uh, start with a little bit of news, then we talk about some reviews, and then we uh, wrap up with some recommendations for comics that are coming out this week. Thank you. Uh, before we do all that, uh, there's some news, but let's not get into it. We have too much show to do. Yeah. So let's just put a pin in that for 2024 or for never, depending on, you know, there's stuff that came out. It doesn't matter. Wow. It's not even comic related. It's just actor related. It's like, yeah. Okay. Oh, no. They might have to either recast or table Kang. That's not really news. That's kind of what I assumed would happen. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. <laughs> Assumptions. They Assumptions. Real. Yep. All but right. yeah, so this week, uh, some books came out yeah. uh, that we should talk about, yeah. uh, especially because it's a little bit of a sad uh, state of affairs. A couple of uh, There's really... a few things. Yeah. Well, hang on. Can we do a really quick like. Like, all right. I also I read Luke Cage this week. Oh, yay. Two. Yeah. It was fun. It was less fun than the first one, but I still enjoyed it. Oh, did you? Just wanted to point that out. Okay. All right. That's nice. That's kind of like, you know, like I, I was just like, you know, I kind of want there to just be yeah, a Luke, yeah, yeah. an ongoing Luke Cage book that isn't like, you know, uh, well, like attached to this like oh, thing. Oh, some, something. Yeah. Like, like, oh, Luke Cage is getting a book because he's the mayor. Not right. because Luke Cage should have a book. I'm like, mm, okay. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, maybe, maybe they just. Yeah, this, this team probably wanted Luke Cage to yeah, have a book, and they yeah, went, oh, well. Yeah, it's Rodney Barnes, uh, Ramon F. Box, and like it's literally, it's it's Luke, it's Jess, Danny's in this. Yep, uh, Cloak and Dagger, and like everybody tries to get Cloak and Dagger working. They really want to get Cloak and I Dagger. Get the, I feel like they don't. They, I think I, ultimately, I think, they just don't. I think work. they just show up. They're fun. They are I fun. They, I think they had a good time. Okay, a good run right. at some point. I mean, like, I don't know how. I don't know about them on their own necessarily, but yeah. um, you know, they're they're doing their thing here. But I mean. This is tied to, to gang war. They're dealing with um, Alistair Smythe. We, we, yes. you know, the words spider slayers are in this Great. book for yep. sure. So Luke Cage is jockeying for yet another book that has Spider-Man stuff in it that's better than the main Spider-Man book. I guess Spidey has like a panel in this. Makes sense. <laughs> I think he's like there. Luke's like, hey, we got a lot bunch of stuff going on. He's like on it. <laughs> wow. So Spider-Man is responsible, capable, mature. All the things he's not in the main book in one panel of Luke Cage. Um, yeah, no, I think, oh, where is it? Here he is. He's just upside down. Yeah. And he's just like, it's breaking. they're breaking out every bro. And he's like, I'll handle what I can. And I'll get back to you. So, yeah. Off I mean, right there, right right in that one <laughs> panel. He, he, he declares what he's going to do. He has yes. a goal. Yeah. He sets out to do it. And yes. volunteers to follow up. Yeah, he's going to follow up. He's All in one panel, all in one panel. speech balloon dwarfs the entire zeb wells run of, of spider-man okay um that said we are doing giant robots of course which i was like why not orcus is doing giant robots yeah so you know they're gonna bump into each other Be I fun guess, if they did, right so like, you know wait you mean to tell me that like Smythe, who has no like political leanings but who makes giant spider slayer robots 
didn't get gobbled up by Orcus? Yeah, I know. Weird, right? Like, Vulture didn't go like, oh, by the way, Orcus, if I, like, bring in three people, do I get, like, referrals? Like, can I get, <laughs> this is like, a like Orcus scheme. points? Do I make more money the more people I bring into Orcus? Yeah, every petal you add to the flower, <laughs> you get yourself your own offshoot, your yeah. own flower. One day you might be in full bloom. Yeah. And when you are, that means you're at the top. That means you get your own pot. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly yeah. that. Um, so, yeah, it was still fun. I, st- I think I think the first book was a little more fun, mm. but that could just be because they were like, look at this. This Because it wasn't book. steeped in <laughs> gang lore. It was. Well, it had to do a lot of like heavy lifting. It was like, here's Luke Cage. Here's Jessica Jones. Yeah, here's yeah, what's yeah. going on. So, you know, it's only four issues. So it's like I'm 50% of the way through. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, half over. Yeah. I also want to give a shout out really quickly to Darkest Dungeon number two. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's uh, IDW. Uh, it's not Darkest Dungeon. It's Dark Spaces Dungeon. What is why? I always want to make that Darkest Dungeon because that's a game. Ah, um, okay. Dark Spaces Dungeon. Um, this is Scott Snyder and Hayden Sherman. Uh, this book's awesome. It's dark. It's scary. It's scary without being paranormal, which yes, I love. No supernatural. Just there's no supernatural. It's human just, horror. Yeah, and I it is scary. Cool. I think it's scary, and yeah. I and I like it. Art art's great. You know, Scott's doing what Scott does. He still gets you. Like we're yeah. with like scary things. Scott's doing what he does best. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So if you're not, if you're looking for that type of thing, IDW had your fix um, with the Dark Spaces Dungeon. Go check it out for something Rock. a little scary by Snyder. Yeah. Um, and I was incorrect. There aren't two books that ended. There was another book that ended this week, too. Oh, no. Dark X-Men also wrapped up. That, oh. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is, well, because we are, like, I believe the like the week of the 24th, I think, of January is when Fall of the House of X is over fall of, x, oh, fall of x like fall of x number whatever will come out oh so, yeah you know what i mean like we're we're just tying things up here mm-hmm, right so mm-hmm. like dark x-men wrapped this week and um you know this one i was like i liked this book you yeah. know like there, here's the thing like i i was aware of madeline prior prior to this uh prior to i, I was aware the, of the the, the duggan be, era before before krakoa mm-hmm. like i was a, i was madeline prior aware of her um yes and um you know for some reason her like popping into hellions and like that first arc having that like horror vibe to yeah. it, from zeb wells from zeb wells um i i was like yeah cool all right i'm, I'm a little on for her ride and i've actually just kind of followed her ride throughout krakoa yes so this was very satisfying mm. for me, you know, to watch like Maddie's ups or downs um, for this, you know, to, to come into this being like not being resurrected to then getting her resurrection to being mad about stuff to taking over limbo and that whole thing to dark web yeah. to getting over all of it and then being here. Right. right. And, you know, in this, she's faced with a, an alternate, version of herself you yes. know one who's like given into everything it's just like no madeline priors across the universe is all the all of them mm-hmm. are made to suffer that's why you that's why you're you're created oh okay like Jean gray is born to lead and you are here to suffer and that's what it is and like once you just get over that and you you know accept your power and the fact that like screw everybody else uh-huh. then you're going to be cool and you watch maddie reject it good and and it's it's really cool like it's it, it's it's growth for this character um by the way this is written by uh, steve fox with art by uh jonah sharf um, you know, and, and, and there's a couple of things that occur in this for sure. Like, like, you know, Gambit has this moment where he, like, he gets to be a hero among these, like darker characters. Right. Where, like he, yeah, he got to ascend kind of like, or like step up. Yeah. And like, it's just like one or two panels where like, he just does a couple of things and he makes sure to like help the girl from children of the atom. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yes. Uh, yeah. I was like, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause they have another, yes. another children of the Adam book running around. Right. Right. But I was, yes, that is that. Um, and, um, we also see, uh, Azazel, yep. uh, uh, bitten in half. Good. Like he's dead for right now. Fine. For now. I was like, that's fine. And then plate's like, hooray, <laughs> I'm free. <laughs> that's Literally, fun. They're in the middle of the fight. Game. I was like, where are you going? And he's like, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm done. He died. Right. We I don't had, have to do this had, anymore. Our, my family had like a thing like where we made a deal with the devil essentially mm-hmm. and uh, now he's dead. So I don't so have to do that. I, I, I literally don't care about any of you. Goodbye. Good. So he leaves in the middle of this huge fight that they're in. And uh, I love this panel. Oh, wow. Right? Because, you know, like Havoc goes down. So mm. Maddie's like having a moment and uh, yeah, she just rejects it and it's great. Cool. It's good stuff. Nice. And uh, uh, Gambit uh, heads at, back to join the X-Men uh, along with Faint. Mm-hmm. So they're there and, and Maddie keeps the embassy open to keep helping those who want her help. But I'm like, awesome. Cool. But she's like, but I'm still a Goblin Queen. Right. Don't yeah. Whatever. That. Yeah. Don't forget that. But it's, it, I was like, good for you. Like she gets, you know, she's doing her thing and she's doing it her way. And I appreciate that. Yeah. I'm like, good. yay. Awesome. I mean, I'm sure the next time we see her, she'll be a villain. Oh, probably <laughs> because but, you know. You know, this was fun. It was a nice little like little like button on her story. Yay! Like, nice. That's great. Great. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, additionally, uh, Moon Knight. Yeah, number thirty. Number thirty. The final issue. Oh, like, you think I should do, do X Men? No, I mean you okay. can talk about Moon Knight. Um. Yeah. Real quick, Moon Knight came out. Yep. Uh, uh, Moon Knight number thirty ended with Capuccio, the original yes. artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got Capuccio back. Um, and this was. This is a great issue. Wow. This was this was excellent. This was incredible. Um uh, just just really hits on all the notes that we've been uh working with for Mark mm-hmm. since the start of McKay's run on nice. him. Um just really felt very full circle. Mm-hmm. And um I don't think a lot of books have an opportunity for someone to say that about it. No. You know, especially at Marvel. Yeah, especially at Marvel. Um, you know, thirty issue run, I believe one of McKay's longest runs, mm-hmm. and um, just goes just really just hit all the right notes. Really, you know, brought things that you know started off with like you know Moon Knight obviously being like a loner in a in a way and like mm-hmm. kind of building a family but not really, and then eventually like you know accepting the fact that he did meet others. Um, but you know, in this, it's like, oh, it was Plesko the whole, t- whole time. He was the new black specter. And like, he's like, well, I told you, like, I love to watch, like, you know, people suffer. And right. that's like, why would a psychologist become a mercenary? Mark, you ever think about that? Like, so I found a new way to do it. Yay for me. And here we go. Now I've broken you. And anyway, I'm off to do my thing. <laughs> and like Moon Knight is alone mm-hmm. attempting to stop this guy. And, and uh, he's broken. Yeah. He, he can't walk. Mm-hmm. and um you know like as you know plus goes off to go do his thing he's just like well i'm gonna go play the note that's gonna make everybody crazy in new york and they're gonna kill each other i'm gonna, I'm gonna observe it. it's gonna be awesome see you later cool he remembers or he, he's reminded that he's not alone because yeah. you know he's there with um steven and um <laughs> the other personality jake <laughs> yeah thank you um and uh it's like it's just such a great moment for them where they're just like dude you have to get up you have to do this like that's what that's what we're here for you have to do this yeah like you got to keep moving and they're like and essentially it comes up they're like we're gonna die and they're both like i'm not gonna say i'm not scared but like this is what we do right and so you have to get up and you have to keep going and you have to stop this yeah and he does and he dies (laughs) like moon knight dies okay that's it great we're done yeah 
Um, we also get to see Zodiac, um, who had been consumed by the Midnight Mission, and is uh, dealing with Reese, uh, which is like a really great again, like coming back and around for her because that's how she became a vampire. You know, was through earlier issues, including Zodiac, and so this is excellent to have them have this moment mm-hmm. um, where he like he's like, well, it's fine because like you know. Black Spectre might kill him, but then Moon Knight will come back. Moon Knight always comes back. It's fine. And she's like, you're an idiot. She's mm-hmm. like, he's not coming back. Right. They they made that. They yeah. set that up. Yeah. She's like, he's not coming back. And he's like, what? <laughs> so he like talks directly to the Midnight Mission because the Midnight Mission is obviously a supernatural entity now. Right. And um, it's like, he's like, listen, like, I'm going to make a deal with you, but you got to let me go. Mm. And like, so he does. Like the Midnight Mission does. And he inevitably, he goes and he takes he takes his vengeance on black specter for killing him. He does not stop. Like nobody is able to get to him in time. Um, but what we see though, is that like the moon Knight family, the new moon Knight family, uh, is taking over the midnight mission. Okay. And they're going to follow in his footsteps. Cool. And that's the next book. Oh, really? What's the next book called? Uh, I believe it's called, uh, uh moon Knight of uh, vengeance of the moon Knight. Okay. Vengeance of the moon Knight. Um, which will be launching. Um, if you did read this issue, I highly recommend if you didn't read the letter in the back to do so. Um, I don't always get a chance to do that, but I um, I read through this. It's, it's a letter from Jed McKay, and it is lovely. Oh, cool. It is a lovely letter that um, you don't see a lot, something like this, mm-hmm. and I, I think it just shows you um I, I hopefully it shows a bit of a character for Jed. I don't, I don't know him at all. No. Um, but um, he talks about how like what a fan he is of Moon Knight and how like he can't believe he had this opportunity. But yeah. Tom Brevoort apparently like emailed him and was like, "Hey, we were thinking about doing a moon, new Moon Knight book, and I I remember you wanted something like you you were interested." Oh, cool. And he's like, "I don't ever remember telling him that, <laughs> but like Tom Brevoort's the kind of guy who can remember exactly what happened in a book of like Avengers. Yes, like you know what run they were in and what year it came out. One hundred percent. He's like, so if he says I mentioned something about Moon Knight, I probably mentioned something about Moon Knight. Yeah." Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's just, it's so sweet. And, um, he also says, uh, this part, which I was like, this, this is incredible. This section here, he says, and as always, uh, he was thanking everyone. He's like, you, the readers, uh, times are tough and it's never an easy decision to decide which books to put your hard earned money into. And I'm grateful that so many, uh, of you picked up ours. Yay. I was like, what an excellent acknowledgement to understand that people have only so many like dollars that they can put towards comics yeah. um, and just to be thankful to those who did. And I was that's like, true. that's awesome. So, yeah. How nice. Yeah. Just, this was, uh, this was a great ending. Um, I will probably pick up from um, Vengeance of the, the Moon, Moon Knight. Uh, Cause I, I like McKay writing and I, and I, I know these characters. Yeah. I know this, this group um, that I'm going to be coming into. It'll be interesting to see if it does as well as the Moon Knight book did. I hope so. Um, but this is an excellent run, and I, I think um, people are going to remember this one quite. Yeah, well. cool. Did you do the last one? Why not? You X- have one more to go. X Men Red number eighteen also came out um, this week, and, and that wrapped up. And that wrapped up uh, X Men Red, uh, a book I will uh, definitely miss uh, <laughs> for for certain. Um, this is written by Al Ewing with our by. Yildre Sinar. Yeah, Yildre uh, Sinar. And uh, yeah, this is like the end of the, the like Genesis Storm War. Okay. You know, the, the two, like uh, Genesis obviously having been um, influenced for way too long by the uh, Annihilation um, staff now. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, being driven to conquer. Uh, we find a little bit more about how she came to have it. We mm-hmm. find out that it's done with her. Okay. <laughs> and like, 
at one point makes an offer to Storm. Sure. Because he's like, she only she's only in it for herself, and I want more. Mm. And he offers like the annihilation offers to Storm that they like could work together. Right. And uh, obviously she doesn't take it and uh, does, in fact, win the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, unsurprising. Uh, but of course, we lose some along the way, um, including um, the Fisher King. Yeah. Uh, which was like incredibly well done. He obviously he knew his end was coming. Um, but like it, it's it's pretty rough when you see him later on where it's like, hey, he's half a skeleton, half a man. Mm. Um, and uh, that he knew that this would happen. Uh, but peace is restored. Uh, the two island or the two land masses hug it out. <laughs> so good for them. They get to be joined. Um, but they know that like this is but like a, a respite because they're going to have to rest and then be ready to go and take on Orcus. Right. Um, but luckily, they've already had a little bit of help um, because it's almost as though they were like, oh, yeah, right. Phobos. We forgot about the satellite. Oh. Right. Remember, they set up shop out there and there's nothing anyone could do about it. Yeah. Uh, without you know, actively attacking, you know, people of Earth. Right. Uh, so they sent Genesis, they exiled her there, and she took out <laughs> Cool. So we'll see how that turns out. Yeah, no, uh, Gen- I'm, there. I'm sure Genesis is not happy. I'm sure she's not pleased with um, Apocalypse, but, you know, I, I appreciate seeing Apocalypse and Storm, like, hanging out together like this. You know, they do, they have some mystery for sure. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, alternate or not. Um, but right. it, it's just cool to see them standing like equals. Yeah. Like, she's just like, he respects her. He knew what she needed to do. And she knew, he knew she was the one to get it done. Right. Um, but, you know, it, it was just, this was a great series. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. And uh, I look forward to talking about this a little bit more when we get into our best books. So, mm, so. Okay, great. Uh, well, the only other book, I mean, I read, I did leaf through a couple of books mm-hmm. from uh, this past week, but I didn't get a chance to like really thoroughly read them. I did finally oh, catch up a little yeah. bit on uh, City of Madness, which I'm glad I didn't put it on my lists. Uh, Batman, A Death in the Family did a re-release of its uh, um, original run right. from 35 years ago. Now, of course, uh, if you saw, this is an iconic Mike Mignola cover, yeah. and uh, of course, it's the uh, classic issue. It depicts the death of Jason Todd. However, you can see from the cover, it says Robin lives. Um, this is actually a faux edition. It's a re-release, but with a with a slight change because due to the nature of the contest that resulted in the death of Jason Todd, according to the description, only a 72 vote uh, difference in the margin. Um, they needed to draw, that is to say, Jim Aparo, now passed, needed to draw uh, this version of the mm-hmm. book. He had to draw both versions. And uh, though we've seen recreations or slight reprintings of some seminal panels, we've never seen a full alternate book. And here it is. Mm-hmm. So here's the book uh, as it would have been meant or as it, as it is meant to be in another reality. And right. uh, that's kind of fun. I was like, that's cool. So... Uh, I picked it up because I was like, I got to have this. Uh, they also did a weird like variant cover to it. And I was like, that's kind of neat. Um, like not a variant cover, but rather like a holographic cover. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it was five bucks. I think that uh, it'll probably be available in like many different back issues bins in the future. So if you're ever curious, you could wait. Uh, but it's a neat little piece of history and it's a neat little piece of alternate history 
to see that. And I was like, that's really cool uh, to have this because I know it so well. Because when I was a kid, I did pick up Batman 428, not on the shelves. I was not old enough to get it on the shelf, but uh, my uh, but I did get it in back issues. I got it in an old uh, back issues bin because I, I knew it by number and I picked it up and it was like, I think it was like a little 10 bucks or something like that, like a little over $10. Uh, my mom was very unhappy to get it for me, but she did. And uh, so I knew this book backwards and forwards of seeing the differences and knowing what they chose, what they did. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah, wow. yeah, it's yeah. just a cool little like, his, piece of history that I really like. So uh, that was really nice. And uh, it, it's neat that they made it. And uh, it, it's also a rarity. Like they don't really make a lot of those. Right. So and, and there's not a lot of opportunity for them to have them. So it was just like fun to have. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it, it wasn't so much a review as much as it is just kind of like this neat little like view. Yeah, into it's history. a thing. Like, here's the thing that occurred. Here's the thing that happened. And it's uh, it's neat that they made it. And I appreciate that they tried it. And uh, even though it's like you're buying essentially like an old book again, but it's a reprint, a faux uh, or facsimile edition. So it has all that all the old ads and stuff like that in there, which includes like an old in-house Sandman is going to debut ad, which I didn't get a chance to show you. Oh, that's fun. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a fun little book. I was like, Oh, that's cool. Uh, and I, I, I having read the alternate, like if Jason had survived and it's like, okay, Batman kind of has the same mentality of like, yeah. this is the end of Robin. So you would have had a very different history where, you know, maybe Batman would have like benched Robin, but obviously Jason Todd would have continued to be Robin. It's not like he would have become Red Hood then or yeah. he would have been killed off anyway. Like, no, it would have been very uh, boring. And I'm very glad that Robin died. I was like, I really prefer the death of Robin. It has much more of a uh, emotional punch. Oh, it has sure. much more of a cultural impact. And uh, it's just way better. It's just way better than than Robin, like almost dying oh this would have been the the, the run where he almost died <laughs> like yeah. oh well what a boring uh world we would have lived in right, but yeah right. uh that's what i read all right also, oh, really quickly i also read um batman and santa number two. Oh yay Silent okay two. it was great yeah was it yeah good you, you would have been pretty pleased about who shows up right at the end oh yeah yeah cool it was, uh, yeah, it's good. I think you're going to like it if you get a chance to read it. All right, great. <laughs> yeah, this is a fun series. It, it is. It's cute. It should wrap up soon. So I think make sure so. you pick it yeah, up, folks. It's, just, it's a cute little book. Yeah. Um, and the reason there's two artists is because they use one artist for back, uh, for like the flashbacks. flashbacks. Yeah. I love when they stuff. do that. At least then it's like a clear like delineation. Totally, totally, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff Parker's doing a good job with that book. Um, so yeah, I think that's that. That's it for the new books, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, right. Again, I just wanted to mention it's like just a little touchstone because it's like that's not really what this is supposed to be about, but it was like we read these things exactly. So before we uh, we jump into our picks, we're gonna do some uh, super chats. Just to sure. Say thank you to our sponsors for Absolutely. today's show, uh, like thank Bryce you. Harriet, who says hi. My top are Wonder Woman, Speed Force, and Ms. Marvel. Size Flash is excellent, but not for me. I'm cashing up with OG Gwenpool Monsters and Die. Very nice. Good Proof choices. positive, by the way, that if you uh, are in the camp or might be like teetering on the edge of the camp who says like, oh man, I don't like uh, anything that's coming out now or I don't like new comics or old comics the way that you could always just reread old books you know, or you catch up or on catch books up that on you, uh, you missed yeah, out on. There's plenty. M&M says, Merry Christmas, Compop. You too, Thank my you. friend. Uh, for me, Chris Cantwell is the standout writer of the year. Namor, Concord, uh, Shores, Hellcat, and Gold Goblin were all great. Also, shout out to Percy's Ghost Rider. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, no, uh, uh, Cantwell was very busy this year with some really great books. Heck yeah. 
uh, AKA 480 uh, plus Pattinson early on said he would be open to a larger universe. Uh, thoughts on Matt Reeves preventing Pattinson's Batman to, from being in the DCU. I think it's really stupid and egotistical of him to have this much control over the best on-screen Batman. Uh, he does apparently say that Bat- Pattinson would be open to a larger universe. I mean, the, 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 there's nothing that says, I mean, like, like, look, it's it's all not canon until it is, right? Right, and, right, right. You know, the, the rumor had been that uh, Matt Reeves was working on a on an Arkham show that was originally going to be in the the Matt Reeves Batman universe, but mm-hmm. now James Gunn has said, no, the Arkham universe show is going to be produced by Reeves and it's going to be in the new DC universe that's established by Superman Legacy, uh, which proves to me that, like, yeah, Pattinson is right now currently an alternate reality, non-DC universe, not new Superman legacy Batman. But if Matt Reeves decides to stop making Batman movies after the next Batman movie, mm-hmm. and Pattinson still wants to be Batman, and they still haven't made Brave and the Bold, he goes be Batman. Mm-hmm. If Matt Reeves decides he wants a bigger paycheck next year, Matt Reeves could be the director of the next DC universe legacy Batman. I mean, you know, right now, Brave and the Bold is supposed to be Batman and Damien. Or not! You know, we don't know. Uh, it, it could be anything, especially because they don't have a Batman cast. So, you know, uh, look, uh, DC is going to do what DC needs to do in order to survive. You know, mm-hmm. there's rumors that Warner Brothers is teetering on the verge of bankruptcy. So, I mean, like, I, I would just do what works. You know, yeah. that's like I would have canceled the Joker movie before they even started one. Uh, it made a billion dollars. And so obviously they're going to make a sequel with the most pretentious title I've seen in years. And uh, so I can imagine that, like, you know, even though it's confusing and weird and unnecessary, nobody asked for it, except for, like, the legions of people who misinterpreted the Joker movie. I say go for it because, you know, you're a studio on the verge of bankruptcy. Why not make a movie people are going to go see, apparently? <laughs> uh, Hulkzilla, thank you very much for your support. First, you. I want to say the com- I want to wish the Compop crew all the best. Well, thank, thank you. You too. too. Immortal Hulk was the last uh, long run I ever kept up with. Mostly Peter David's Joe Fix. It was a delightful miniseries. I do plan on reading PKJ's Hulk book soon. Best wish as well. If you enjoyed uh, Immortal Hulk you will like pkj's uh immortal hulk series or whatever because it's basically just a sequel to the immortal hulk series nice um let's see here Corey mcgivney uh hey sal and tiff Hi. i hope the two of you are taking good care of yourselves i love hearing you both talk about books you like currently dealing oh. with covid trying to relax so thanks for the stream well i hope oh. your covid is uh short and uneventful thanks Corey, for your support yeah thank you so much and uh, Feel for better. Your well wishes feel better man uh cosmo i just started reading uh alan moore swamp thing and i'm floored by how much i love it would really love to see uh, some dc horror slash any recommendations as a new reader to comics in general especially the horror side happy holidays well if you like swamp things stay in the vertigo area go pick up hellblazer you can start right at the beginning grab um delano's run or at least like the first volume see if you like that if you don't feel a uh, connection to that um you could also just go right for the ennis stuff yes you can jump into that pretty easily easily and, and get a feel for it it'll feel very familiar to some degree because you're going to get some shades of the constantine movie mm-hmm. i'm calling it that because it's the american one <laughs> <laughs> um but you could also uh grab yourself some sandman trust me it yep. may not seem like there's horror elements to it but by the time you get to volume two of the doll's house you will definitely get it yeah that's true <laughs> vertigo is a safe bet though it's true yeah, then keep Animal reading. Man, even Animal Man. It's not horror, but it is great. Yeah. It's just worth reading. There's a little bit of body. Stuff There's a little there. bit of body, but it's mostly it's mostly at the yeah. end of the day, it's a book about family. 
Lenny Laserdiscs, can't wait for another full year of comic pop content. So many fun books came out this year. My favorite being Williams and Superman. Very nice. Very uh, popular book. I'm happy to to report. I'm glad that it uh, did very well uh, for, you know, sensibilities and for people who are hungry for more Superman. Mm Mm-hmm. Somber Shadow 001. Uh, hey guys, much love to y'all. Was wondering if you guys heard about Jonathan Majors being dropped from the MCU. Yes, uh, he's officially been fired uh, by Disney Marvel. And so uh, either they are going to have to recast Kang or they're going to have to cut him out. If you haven't seen uh, Loki season two, uh, I highly recommend it because I think it was a great show. You can yeah. watch our episode where we review it uh, or at least do a postmortem on the entire series. But I should say, uh, without spoiling too heavily, there is a line in there that could easily just simply hand wave away Kang. Uh, and you could just say, oh yeah, Kang was a crappy villain in Ant-Man 3, Yeah, and he was a looming threat in the Loki series that ended with Loki Season 2. Yep. And you don't need to worry about it anymore, because Kang is uh, the worst uh, Avengers villain uh, in terms of like the pantheon of villains with names. Mm-hmm. You know, villains that aren't just like one-offs or, you know, random cosmic inconveniences. Uh, so yeah, you could just keep going or you could bring in the high evolutionary again because everybody loved him and he was amazing. And mm-hmm. it was a, a better interpretation of the character than I've ever seen uh, in comics or in animation. But uh, yeah, I'm sure they'll just recast and then just try and force Kang into something, even though you have, you have an out and no, and no one's on board. Like I, I think that as far as everybody's concerned, if, if they were like, Oh, um, the new, the new big bad is Doctor Doom, and he's introduced in the new Fantastic Four movie. I think people would be like, yay, finally. No one's like, oh, man, I hope in the next, like, what's the next one? I don't remember what the next one is, but it's just like, oh, man, I hope there's a post credit scene about Kang in there. No one, no one cares. We got enough time travel. We did a whole damn movie yeah, that ended no, that your is, entire saga so with time true. travel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lotaro uh, Medina says, hello, Silent Tiffany. Hello. Uh, thanks for celebrating the comics that came out this year. My favorite this year was X-Men Red and Wonder Woman. Very good, call, good calls. Good calls. Good calls, good uh, calls. Mason Guerra uh, loved the Superboy comic and his growth thoughts. I also liked that series and I thought it was a really good uh, book and uh, he grows and changes and it's a, it's a nice series that allows you to like kind of go, oh, like you want what he was in like he tries to approximate to force a young justice and it just doesn't work because mm. like you can't go home again good book uh logan thomas hi silent tiff hi. my favorite comics were world's finest hulk superman in action comics and brubaker's night fever most excited for hickman spider-man nice. yeah same here That's uh nice. silas loudon uh you guys rock my favorite Thank book you. this year was transformers thanks for everything nice. you do yeah transformers very popular book i'm happy that it's working out for uh skybound and their uh whatever cybertron energon universe good luck to them I don't know if Transformers can reach the heights that it is at now if D-Dubs decides to end the series, but for now, you will get like a a book unlike any other Transformers comic you'll ever see. Mm. Oh, I meant to mention something to Please. you. And for some reason, seeing the action comics cover made me think of this. In the Batman, uh, Santa, Silent Night yeah, yeah. 2, uh, they reference um, Night Terrors. Okay. This is an in continuity, continuity story. adventure wow. with Santa. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. I, I did not actually read it as being out of continuity. I did. Santa's there. I'm like, it's, yeah. Listen, Santa is a Marvel Comics character too. And he's, I know. he's, he's in canon too. So I'd I, say, know, yeah, I, no. The, that there, I, I don't know. I'm like, yeah. Sure. I love the idea. Now we can get like a Santa Batman like prequel book. 
right? Why not? Santa year one. Yeah, Santa year one. I would buy it. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Nikhil, uh, Nick, uh, yeah, Nikhil Kapoor. So I definitely re- uh, need to read Power Man and Iron Fist because why not? And it's kind of interesting. So I guess that's my comic book of the year. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember that book coming out. It was not this year, I don't think, but it was still a, a, a very distinctive series. Uh, and Cat Lord of Fun Retreats. Hi, who are your favorite characters this year? That's a great question. Uh, I don't really have like a lot of, I, I you know, feel, standout characters outside of the ones that I normally follow. Because like, that's the thing is if you read comics because you follow a character, then that's going to be your answer every time. Right, right. Uh, CBR like released, right, exactly. <laughs> right. But but like Moon Knight was a surprise Moon favorite character a, for you. was a surprise you. for me. Like I, like I mentioned, for some reason, I, I've like followed, like I've been following Madeline Pryor's story lately. So yeah, I'm so like, Madeline Pryor like, was I'm a standout kind of for you. like digging on her. I mean, I do love Storm, but she's definitely been a standout for me this year Mm -hmm. really and sinister as much as i hate him right i love to hate him yeah yeah (laughs) i mean i can't necessarily even say that like you know christopher chance from human target was my favorite character of the year because human target ended this year but it didn't start this year yeah that doesn't matter like i like here you know like the use of slam bradley was amazing but also again that book continued this year i don't know how you're gonna deal with what, what you did because like are we getting into that part of this? Yeah, we should talk about okay. like the books so, of the year. So like what I ended up doing was something I've literally never done before, mm-hmm. which is I went back through and I, like I, like you suggested. By the way, I there's a way better way to sort this stuff. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. All it's, right. It's amazing. Can I can I do it? Yeah, why not? Really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's like all these <laughs> options here, right? Which this is, is using leagueofcomicgeeks.com, yeah, by the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I did a, a detailed view. Oh. which which i really really liked mm-hmm. and then you can just you just you select the publisher that's amazing yeah so i just did a few like a few standouts yeah um where, where, where's my idw at there it is right under other oh thank you perfect <laughs> i'm sure idw appreciates this oh, yeah, yeah. but they were actually higher you get a little yeah a little oh, like... oh also you can um you can sort them uh there's a way to sort them by um alphabetical oh nice look at that yeah wow all right cool yeah and, and just close that out when you're ready um yeah, but anyway well. um so what i ended up doing was i went through every week yeah that's what starting i Starting from january which i've never done no and what i ended up doing um was making notes right yes and then what i did was I went back into my now Kindle library Ugh. and I just I just kind of like looked at like I got to look at what I read this year. Yeah. Because I got to tell you by the time we get to now. Right. You'd it's forget. like everything that I read from January to June is like three years ago. Basically. Naturally. Um, and so like I really had a chance to look at what I read this year. Yeah. And I let I didn't really do so much of my I didn't do such a great job of being like, this is my favorite stuff. But instead, what I ended up doing was I took a look at some of my like bigger books, the ones I definitely been keeping up with for quite a while. Yeah. And I took a look at where they started and where we ended up. Mm-hmm. And I made um, you know, I, I just kind of wrote some things down for that. And then I also made a little list of things I, I needed to catch up on. And okay. then I think I've got some final thoughts on on my reading for the year. Nice. And like I think I there's a couple of things I need to, you know, like change. Okay. Honestly. okay. So like I, I that's how I looked at it. But I, I want you it. to do how you want to do it. Like if you were like, I want to talk about best books, go for it. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, no. I mean, like there were uh th- the thing that I like one of my takeaways this year was that it was a like overall I had been saying that it's a it was a pretty unremarkable year 
But I don't know if that's true because of the books that had dropped that either I like neglected to like remark yeah or uh the ones that i just simply didn't read uh Fair. you know like there were some things i never thought we'd see you know like wolverine versus predator yeah uh, but of course like as i've said numerous times like the book is a mixed bag uh you know when it's great when it's good it's great and mm -hmm. when it's and there was that and then greg landry one of the issues and it's like okay you know that's yeah. gonna be a, a, a blemish but like overall it's delivering on what it want uh, what you want which is a rarity at Marvel now, mm -hmm. like where they're like, here's a book that you want yeah. that isn't an X office book. Right. And even then Marvel's going to Marvel because they're like, all right, now that's over. And we're going to give it to a completely different creative team yeah. with a completely different overseer. And it's going to completely disrupt things and confuse the shit out of the like thousands of new fans we made as a result yeah. of the Hickman era. Yeah. 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 So that's cool. Well, that's, I that's also, Marvel. I wrote down like, it's not all of them because yeah. we're also doing a few things like uh, other things, but I was like, Oh, like they were like, you know, like, some like eventy style thing. Oh sure, yeah, you yeah. know that that happened. Um, you know, like night terrors occurred. And yeah, like night terrors. Like looking back at night terrors, you know, it, it is certainly not one of my favorite things of the year. Yeah. Um, I I think that it was an admirable effort, and I think that like you know, really what's frustrating is like the standout for that series was the covers mm -hmm. for the tie-ins. The, the tie-in covers were just on another level at yeah. DC. DC's cover game overall has actually been really much improved in 2023. Right. Which I was like, that's really remarkable. Like, good on you, DC, for like really stepping up your cover game. I don't know if that's just the nature of the like, of, of, the, of the time. Mm -hmm. Like, we have a, a particular, you know, bullpen of artists and they're really giving their A game on the covers. But yeah. all, like across books, I didn't even read. I was like, they're really, really spectacular yeah. uh, visuals. What I thought was interesting was that because they were tie-ins mm -hmm. for it, um, like some people didn't pick up the Night Terrors tie-ins. Some people did. I don't know. There was It was a lot, right? Yeah. Um, and I remember people actively complaining about Sins of Sinister. Yes. Well, people like, complained about it only like in as much as they were um, they were mad it existed. Yeah, but some people, I feel like they were like, this is like, where do I go? Like, what, there's too many. And I'm like, what? There's not, there's not that much, right? Yeah. Like, it's not that much. Yeah. Um. So Sins of Sinister happened. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, Ultimate Invasion occurred. Yes, Ultimate Invasion was actually a, a real, you know, we're supposed to be talking about our favorite books as opposed to like, but things just, that didn't work i'm like reflecting on the year where i'm right. just like that happened right like, like we like, got I, the new ultimate universe that happened that in happened. 2023 we got uh the new hickman era of of of, of magic yeah as well like the fall of x took place here yep. sinister the culmination of um, i would say the entirety of that character's existence yeah has reached its like peak yep. in an event that people have been begging for when sinister first appears in hawks and pox mm -hmm. we're just everyone's just waiting for it. everyone was excited We're, and then they finally deliver it and in a way that isn't disruptive or, yeah. or or betrays the depiction of him in the beginning of the series and people didn't read the damn thing yeah and it was just like mm -hmm. and you know what uh, i will say there is an issue because there's a disparity and this is more of a cultural thing but there's a there's a disparity in the comic book industry between the people who talk about comic books out in the world and the people who read them and the people who read them don't go online. Like I'm not saying the people who are in the chat, the people who make YouTube videos, the people who make TikTok videos, the people who tweet about them, yeah. they're not reading comic books, but 
the people who respond to the people who talk about comic books right. represents a small amount. And you've talked about this before. You've talked about like the, the sample sizes. Now yeah. it's like what you're looking at is the majority of people who have opted to use that very narrow and specific form of communication. You yep. know? So it's like you've got all the people in the world and then you have all the people in the world who read comic books and you have all the people in the world who read comic books and also use Twitter and you have all the people who use like who read comic books and use Twitter and also like watch YouTube videos. And then you have an even smaller like margin people who are like who read comic books, watch YouTube videos and comment on videos yeah, or watch yeah, the yeah, show yeah, live. Like yeah. it's such a small, no, it's a small narrow it's a small field. Amount. And so it's like, but you can you, but because you're in that space, you assume that like that's the norm. That's mm -hmm. the expectation. That's what everybody's thinking. But no, like but and yet Amazing Spider-Man is the number one book at Marvel every year for or at least. In 2023, Amazing Spider-Man, number one book at Marvel. Yeah. And it's like, that's not because the comic book industry is dying. That's because there's a disparity between what people are, ye are yelling out their windows and people who are actually just going to the comic book store. But I would that's all to say, I genuinely do believe that there is like there's a there's a there's an element of gatekeeping. And sure. not like in a negative way. I just mean like in a way where it's like there are arbiters. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the people who have the greatest influence over who reads comic books or not are the comic book retailer mm -hmm. and word of mouth. Those are sure. the two largest influencers on comic books, right? Because if you are a quiet Wednesday warrior, you go to your comic book store, you are going to be in, and you are not influenced. I don't go on Twitter. I don't go on YouTube. I don't watch all that crap. Right. You are going to be influenced by the general demeanor, the attitude, and the opinions of your comic book retailer, mm -hmm. because that's the per that's the that's the one guardian yeah. between you and the book. You have yeah. to talk to that person in order to get it. And if every week you get this book, and the and the person at the, at the counter goes, "This is amazing. That's a great book." You're gonna you're gonna probably gonna keep reading it. And they might even, if they're a good retailer, is gonna be like, "Oh, and by the way, if you like this, you're probably gonna like this too." And that's gonna guarantee sales. But also. You're going to lose people if that retailer is like, oh, you're still reading this. Me and my people on Reddit say that it sucks. Or like, did you read the thing on Twitter that says this sucks? Like, that's going to because you're going to be like exhausted. Yeah. Like, I don't want to fucking talk to this guy anymore. Or yeah. I don't want to have to. I want to hear it every week, even yeah. though I love this book. Yeah. Just frustrating. I mean, and that it's like, but that is that's more influential than we are. Right. Than, but like, but I saw apropos of uh, Sins of Sinister, mm -hmm. there was one force one of the loudest voices in comics that every week I had to argue with who was saying that fall of X sucks. It's a failure and it's impossible to get into that. X-Men has been impossible to read and impossible to penetrate and impossible to understand for years. And I'm like, not only is that unhelpful and hurtful, but it's also demonstrably false. It's just, I, it's just false. I'm like living proof of that. But it, like <laughs> Timmy went from reading literal zero X-Men books to the majority of X-Men books. And it's like, and, and it really isn't like, I don't understand this mentality of like, I need to, like, what do I read? What needs to be, just drop the things you don't want to read and read the things you do want to read. And it's yeah. literally not complicated anymore. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm, I'm just so sick of hearing this, like this, this like it, it's just so frustrating. Like when you, I get it, when you have people who have vested interest in that, mm -hmm. whether it's like, you know, business owners who are unhappy with the economics of the situation, or what do you have people who are like just baffled and confused by regular ongoing series. But then you have people who are like, Hey, you and me are on the exact same footing and I have absolutely no stake in it. And also I'm going to try and sabotage you when you're reading. Like, why are you arguing? <laughs> but uh, anyway, 
Uh, that, that's all to say. Since the industry was a cool event and it, it like, worked really I, well, I, and it like, wasn't. It's it's not that it was hard to get into. No. It wasn't like it was hard to follow. No. And even if you can acknowledge, like, I love Al Ewing, I love Immortal Hulk. Oh, Kieran Gillen, I love Kieran Gillen. I, lo- I, lo- I love the Wicked and Divine. Like, I love. Uh, I love. Um, who else wrote it? It was uh, Cy Spurrier. Spurrier. His Hellblazer run was second to none outside yeah. of uh, Garth Ennis. Like, okay. But I can't read Sinister. I just, I, but like, what Storm, Nightcrawlers? What issue do I start with? Then pre-order the damn hardcover. Then pre-order the trade paperback, right? Yeah. If you acknowledge that these are the best writers in the industry, or at least in the big two, and that you love Sinister, then pre-order the damn volume. If it's that hard yeah. to literally Google Sins of Sinister reading order, which right. you could easily do. Like, you don't need a like glossy printout at your local comic book store that has a damn like set list of what comes out nor do you need a printed page in the actual book which they both did mm-hmm. you could also just google it and say oh that's how you read it okay yeah yeah yeah. you have you, the internet's at your fingertips right. the entire time but anyway so that also happened um i you know i, I was reminded that uh lazarus planet oh lazarus planet yeah and la- you know what the funny happened, thing is i was it, like and i told that was like beginning of the year since sinister lazarus planet and night terrors yeah all books oh they're, that, they're peppered out throughout no i know no but all events mm-hmm. and all not terrible but all shouted down <laughs> by the vast minority of window screamers out there. Sure, sure. Because like Night Terrors, like who asked for this? Not you. Don't read it. Right. Uh, Lazarus Planet. I, Lazarus Planet was admittedly difficult to understand. And, and, and as much as where does it start? And because you might not have heard of Lazarus Planet or you might have been like, I didn't read the Robin book that sure. it came from. Or I don't understand what Batman versus Robin has to do with this. Sure. And I think DC was back in horses without actually like watching the races so they were like oh man i think this batman versus robin book is gonna be huge and it's like it wasn't but but mark wade though which i like you know i i bet on mark wade to write a good story i don't bet on mark wade to get asses in seats based on name recognition (laughs) fair fair um but yeah so it's like but but lazarus planet look that first issue looked great but every other book didn't look like that right and it wasn't consistent and it didn't like they didn't they didn't trust they didn't go like we need we need this right right sell right 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 right. yeah lazarus planet that came out it came out and people are like people are like oh it sucks i'm like i i guarantee you didn't read the damn thing but there's like you know there's things going on now too like gang war is happening gang war beast world is a beast world you know i mean like like there was a lot there were events but it didn't feel like I don't know. Like it didn't feel as stifling event wise. Like it was still too many. Yeah, despite the fact that like, there were like five or six events, including because uh, there really weren't too too many that were like cross entire chains. No, like Night Terrors kind of was. There was an event that I I, I wrote that down. I wasn't even going to bring it up. I couldn't even find the books on Comicsology to buy back when Comicsology existed. That's because they were all annuals. Yeah. That's what it was. It wasn't really an like, it was an event, but contest of chaos happened this year. And yeah. I because I literally I saw in my list and so I went back through. I was like, why did I have this? And I saw the banner at the top, and I was like, right. There we go. I was trying out contest of chaos. Yes. Um, which was the Agatha Harkness. The event. Agatha's hot now event. Yeah, yeah, but it was like across annuals. Right. So that's how you had to pick it up. Yeah. Which was like very old school. Reminds me of Bloodlines. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, or Atlantis attacks. Or Atlantis. Attacks. I- incidentally, you know, apropos of that and like the um you know the the marvel of it all mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. where because it was like you had to buy you know like wolverine annual like you know spider-man annual avengers yeah. annual uh 
Murder World. I talked at length oh, on the other yeah. show about Murder World. But Murder World's reading order yes. was like a slap in the face. <laughs> like for like what how am I supposed to read this? Well, just pick up Murder World Avengers number one, Murder World Spider-Man number one, Murder World Wolverine number one, Murder World Moon Knight number one, and then Murder World Game Over number one. So simple. It's so simple. This isn't this isn't 1992. I'm not gonna pick up Deathmate Black, Yellow, and Blue. And go like, oh no, we 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 numbered them with colors so you could read them all out of sequence. It doesn't matter what what. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, mur- that was like a horrible way to sell it. And yeah. then they go, yeah, I guess people don't want Ray Fox and Jim Zub books. I guess. Never mind the fact that like No Surrender sold great and was awesome. Right, right, right. And all it was was No Surrender numbers one through eight or whatever. I get you. So like I when I'm looking back at the beginning of my year, yeah, yeah I yeah. was looking at like some of the first books I bought in January. Please. And um, they were things like, do you guys remember that Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings were still coming out? <laughs> I did not. I was like, what? Oh, yeah. Right before that. That was like it was coming to its end. Yes. So like coming into 2023 i was like leaving shang chi behind i was leaving dr strange fall sunrise that yeah. was still coming out at the beginning uh, of this year right that's not to say that you were leaving it behind no it, no it, it was those, it those was series were ending the, yeah. they, like, those series were wrapping up mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. um i had just recently discovered a um uh, a book uh, called the approach which was a, horror, oh. like a cold horror book that i really enjoyed as an indie book yeah how um, was it i didn't finish all of it oh no that was on me and that's like i have a list of books that i i, I would like to come you back fell to. off on like there there's a, a like a list of books that i'm like i would like to get back into those Fair. right so and that's one of them right um when I when I looked at the X Men Red team, it looked so different at the beginning of this year. Yeah, like so different. Um, let's see, uh, Cable was on it, uh, Cora was on it, Wizkid, Weaponless Zen, Vulcan, Manifold, Thunderbird, and Abigail Brand was wow. still. They were still all. We, we were watching the fall of Abigail Brand. We were watching things shift back over to an Araco based X-Men red. Yeah. Um, that the first, I think the first issue of the year actually had Vulcan in it, which I thought was <laughs> so, like apropos because it would come around. And in the end of X-Men red, Vulcan would be part of Apocalypse's spell. Right. So it comes back around. Cool. So it's like, it, it was just really, I was like, Oh my gosh, like X-Men red looked so different. It was one of my, definitely one of my top books this year. Mm-hmm. Um, just watching, um, Storm not only go through um, Sins of Sinister, um, yeah. but also with, like with the uh, Storm and the Brotherhood of Mutants. Yes. Um, but also then to come out on the other side of it and have to deal with Genesis. Right. Um, just just really great. I love watching her come into her own. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, just just a, like a fun book that had everything to do with what was going on in Krakoa, but also could be read in a bit in the void. Yes. You know, just just a really, really great book. I thought Ewing did such a, an excellent, excellent job. Absolutely. Um, I did. I do miss Abigail Brand. I, I, yeah. I, I, to some degree, I feel like she got done dirty, but I'm also kind of like, you know what? That is you, though, Abby. That is 100 <laughs> percent you. Yeah. Um. At the beginning of 2023, uh, Doctor Strange was still dead. Right. He, what we knew. Clea point, was the headliner of the series. That he but was we the knew Harvestman. Yes. <laughs> but at, but like that that series was going to come to a close, and we were going to start the new Doctor Strange book. Right. Right. The right? The, the, the Stephen Strange led series. Right. Which is like I haven't been enjoying that book, but between the two Jed McKay books, even though Doctor Strange is my favorite, yeah, I like his Moon Knight better. Oh. Like I like the Doctor Strange book but I love his Moon Knight book. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I and, and so like Moon Knight's probably a bit more of a standout for me this year. And mm-hmm. and that could also just be because I was like, I read 30 issues of Moon Knight. Yeah, yeah. But you also read all of Jed McKay's Doctor Strange run, <laughs> including the death of and Clea's book. And, I'm so, still, like, and Strange is still ongoing. Yeah. And I'm still reading it. Um, But 
uh yeah like it was just you know strange to just come back i'm like oh, okay cool cool like that, yeah. that's neat right yeah. like i don't know it's, it's kind of fun definitely uh I, I should say that like i successfully read one out of 12 issues of danger street because danger street i think did you say one yeah i read one out of 12 <laughs> issues of danger street i read the first issue and went nope i'll wait until it's all over uh-huh. and it literally ended like two weeks ago so i'm going to finally and but i did pre-order the book hey. and i got it sent to my house and I'm like, I have every issue, and now I can sit down and finally read all of Danger Street and decide whether it's like excellent or not. Yeah, it yeah. was exactly my cup of tea. I mean, the fact that you had uh, Jorge Fornes doing the art, but also like you know Tom King, I just trust at this point. Um, but that was a book where I was like, I get this, but this is a Rorschach situation. I have to just leave it alone. Yeah. I'll read the whole damn thing at once. But that was one of those things where I, I decided to do this, and I also put my money where my mouth is, where I'm like, I believe in this book. I'm not connecting with it. Yeah, but I know how this works, so I'm just going to pre-order it and hope it. You know, I mean, it's a 12 issue series by Tom King. They're not going to cancel it by issue right, seven. Right, right, but, right, right. But uh, that, that's that, that's the that's the way that the the world works in this in this situation. The awesome. Human Target ended uh, 12 issues. I think it launched with issue 10 in 2023, yeah. and then it was 10, 11, 12, and it ended, and it was again, you know, just perfection. Just kept it going. Yeah. Uh, Punisher wrapped up. Uh, with 2023, I went issues 9, 10, and 11, 12, I think. I think it ended with 12 issues. Uh, and so I got to read the last three. Uh, but at that point, it had already been a ride or die for that right. series. So yeah, I was like, I was in. just like, all right, you let's just see in. how it ends. Um, and that was another like success. Yeah, that, that's always hard for me is like, you know, it matters to me if it like if the majority or not the majority, but like a long bit of it, like oh. X-Men for me, like I'm just like X-Men. Right, like X-Men continued to be enjoyable. Like It was I, still enjoyable, but again, in a like a very different place, like Sync and Talon had just gotten back together. Right, like we were, Sync was revealed. Yeah, yeah we're weird. Well, Talon was back. That's right. I mean, I'm in, I'm in Talon. That's yeah, right. and the two of them like are, are, you know, they're they're forming their relationship. Mm-hmm. The Brood. We're going to yes. deal with them. Yeah, rem- yeah. remember that? I, like, I barely right? remember. Like, the I'm like, the Brood is... was a thing. Like, the Brood was a problem. Yeah, and like it was a problem that like caused Gene and Cyclops to have a little bit of a falling out. Like, I'm like, this was 2023. That's where X-Men was. Yes. Like, we're like getting these like inklings. The fall is coming. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Like, here are these things. And it's like, it's so like fascinating to me to start like to see to where you were back. in january february to absolutely where, especially in x-men world where we are yeah. right now by by issue seven i think of daredevil um in january yeah that was where i was like this is it like this is where we're gonna see like if they did any coordination between the punisher book and the daredevil book mm-hmm. uh, spoilers they didn't like <laughs> punishers in both of them appear in like their respective books and do nothing of consequence and right. you're like Oh yeah, there were there was no th- this was all a courtesy for each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Daredevil fell like for me. Like that was where it was a oh, this was Zdarsky's like opus. It was gonna be incredible. And it just by issue seven, I knew. I'm like, this is this is not for me anymore. Wow. Not that it was bad, but it was like it was rushed. You could yeah, feel yeah, yeah. like everything just get like just just hurried along. And even though and every issue, every every time the book came out, I'd be like Oh yeah, okay. And it was just it, you could feel this kind of like looming cancel, loom, not this looming ending for the series, yeah. but not in a way where you're like, ah, oh, like here we go, like the way Human Target ended, right, or, or the way Life Story ended back last uh, a year or two ago, right, right, right. With Zdarsky, right. I, like I I love Zdarsky, yeah. Uh, but the but you could feel like his Daredevil kind of just go, 
yeah. Right, right, right. And right, uh, right. by then I was like, oh no, you know? Yeah. It was just, it was, it, it, it no longer resembled the book I loved. Uh, uh, I, I wanted to give, like, again, I'm, I'm kind of like sticking in the X Men corner right now. Yeah, I will talk about other books. I, I promise you mm -hmm. all that. Um, I, I just want to give a shout out because Legion of X was still going on at the beginning yes. of this year. And just what a, a beautiful story uh, Cy Sprayer gave um, to us. Housing, one of my favorite issues of this year within it. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's number 10 for uh legion of x it's the it's the conversation that um oh xavier has with uh yeah. with, with legion yeah yeah that like i i i had it in the back of my mind but i hadn't really actively thought about it until i was scrolling through this list and i was like oh my gosh mm -hmm. like where you know xavier has come basically to to, to screw him over yes. and then like realizes like he oh he's i'm a bad dad oh i'm the monster it's yeah. me oh yeah. Oh no. And I hate to say this, but like if you want to get like a really true if you want to get a really good understanding of like where Spurrier was coming from and like the where he gets the idea for Xavier's relationship with Daniel. Yeah. Watch the episode of me and, and Sizemore yeah. talking about that it. That actually might be issue nine. I, I wish you were. Nine, I wish you had been in that because, like, it really like it clicked for me in such a profound way. Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah. that's what he means. Like, okay, that's awesome. No, but like, I love Legion of X. Um, I you know everything about it. Same thing with Immortal X Men. Yes, you know, Gillen on Immortal X Men was great. Of um, absolutely, like standout issues like for me. Um, you know, and again. All of Sins of Sinister. All of Sins I loved, of Sinister. I loved all, I literally loved it yeah. from start to finish. Immoral X-Men, Nightcrawlers. Yeah, and, uh, you know, uh, Storm, and Storm and the, brother, the, and the brotherhood. brotherhood. Like, just just great. Had a great time. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Oh, oh, I, the, oh, I was going to say also X-Force. In a, 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 oh, in yeah. A totally, you read a lot of X-Force. Totally different place. Yes. Yes. Like, we're dealing with Xeno still, like, the the and the, the guy with the peacock tattoos and all that stuff. Oh, right? yeah. Only to now be in a place where uh, Beast is a bad guy. Right. Like, fully. Full like, on like, supervillain. We haven't dealt with that yet, really. No. And we finally got Colossus back out of where he was. Like, you know what I mean? Like, X-Force was in a completely different place at the beginning of this. And it was one of those things where it was like, I kind of floated in and out of X-Force. And then I really just got into it quite a bit as we were launching into you know beasts like revelation of what he's been up to beast and what he doing yeah um with all the wolverines and, and such yes. um so for me it was like a weird year because i knew fall of x was coming um you know hellfire gala happens this year yep as well yeah the hellfire gala issue was a standout yeah a massive book that completely changes everything it just completely shifts everything yeah for, for x-men no for sure but you know i i coming into it knowing that we were going to be winding down i wasn't really sure how i was going to feel about it and as i was going through it i felt one way and now looking back on it i was like this is a really great ride down yes like i'm really like yeah you're really glad it wasn't just like okay now let's break everything and just we'll, we'll revel in like destruction instead of like building and creating especially because yeah. you really liked what was being built and created yeah and no this was like a genuine like story yeah it's a genuine story and even at even if we are breaking things as we go down it's it's, it's respectful it's done and, in a very respectful way yeah um i think that's a kind of it for mostly for x-men stuff okay. um, obviously wolverine was a book I, I popped in and out of based on how it was doing yes um but speaking of stuff with wolverine um i want to give a shout out to ben percy like taking his wolverine run and his ghost rider run and giving us a crossover yep. even if it was tied um, to what was going on uh, with Fall of X and like leading up to that. Mm -hmm. uh, just a really great story. Yeah. Um, 
great to see someone with a passion for those two characters able to combine them and, and do something fun with them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just like I, I've really enjoyed Percy's Ghost Rider. It's one of those books that sometimes I'm like, I'll follow an arc. Yes. And then sometimes I'll fall off an arc. Uh, totally. Right. Um, but it's never because I'm just like not interested. It's usually because I'm overwhelmed with yeah. other stories and Absolutely. I'll go back. Uh, but you know, gets it. You know, we started off the year with Ghost Rider this year. Uh, we're dealing with Danny Catch at the beginning of this year. And which like, was really exciting for a few seconds. Sure. Sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, shout out to Percy just for being so consistent. X-Force has been one of the longer running X-Books since Krakoa launched. Mm -hmm. um, so incredible work there for sure. Yeah. Uh, I I, um, I have to shout out to Nightwing. Uh, oh Nightwing my gosh. continued to be like a, a book that was exemplary and, uh, and, and maintained this kind of like positive vibe. Like it just, it wanted you to believe like, you know, you can read a story about a character without like relying on suffering and mm -hmm. and and people won't just quit the book because their hero has a happy ending. You yeah. know, like you you weren't just like there there is a roller coaster of reading comic books at this point where it's like, oh, I'll I'll get into this thing and uh, and I'll be lured in by the hero being given everything they want to or at the very least the hero succeeding mm -hmm. and then be careful what you wish for or you know what now I'll break everything and see yeah. where like how low we can get the hero this is not that book mm -hmm. and of course like if Tom Taylor leaves the book you will see Dick Grayson fall hard yeah. again but oh, I think sure. because Dick Grayson had been dragged through the mud you know, we're from, from Rick is from Rick's to, you know, forever evils. Um, it, it was like, let's just put him in the hands of somebody who has reverence and love for the character and just wants to see that character succeed. Um, which was nice. And it was just, a, it was a good positive vibe. I was like, that's really nice. I love it. Um, Gotham city year one ended and it was perfect. Sure. Uh, I remember being really excited for adventures of Superman, John Kent. And because it like the pitch was like, okay, electric blue Superman stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And also, uh, injustice and it's like wow like that's really cool because superman lost his son or child unborn child from lois right, right, right. john being there that'll really like add something and uh deepen both versions of the character nope complete complete dud okay and, and like law i think it like it showed that you know even like even gods like tom taylor can bleed like not everything <laughs> is all sunshine and rainbows uh gold goblin continued it was another weird book that i was like wow how is this a good book how, right, how could right, this succeed right. um i read uh, a bunch of Unto unstoppable doom patrol which i enjoyed yeah um that was another like genuine approach that was like completely different from the last sure ones that we knew from uh, dennis culver chris burnham's art really gave it that kind of like fun off kilter look yeah, yeah and yeah. feel um of course batman superman world's finest was uh another book but like again by the time we reached 2023. 20, we knew it was a great but series. But that doesn't mean it can't be a highlight for yeah. you. Like it could still be something where it's just like, hey, like I think there's celebration in something remaining so consistent. I think that's why um, McKay's Moon Knight, yes. for me, was just such a success. You know, mm -hmm. it, it was 30 issues that were great. Like there was only a couple of times you heard me go, like this wasn't as good as the last one. Yeah, but it didn't mean it was bad. No, it was just it you just know, didn't it, it dipped a little bit. Yeah, you know, or it was just like it wasn't focusing on the thing that made you the most excited. Exactly. Oh, by the way, remember how I said I didn't have any more X Men? Yeah, well, I'm just a liar. Wrong. I'm just a liar, right? Right? Mm -hmm. Because I totally um forgot to turn the page, and um like obviously Dark X Men was something oh, yeah. that I, I surprisingly was like, oh, excellent. Um, Uncanny Spider-Man. Yes. Uh, 
unbelievable right. Barrier book. It's still ongoing that launched this year, yep. obviously because of the fall of X. Yes. Uh, Jean Grey, number one, yeah. standout for me. St- definite standout, especially that number one Absolutely. issue. Um, Louise Simonson, Weezy, uh, completely knocked it out of the park. Like, really, like, I mean, I had, I, I had you know, good thoughts. I, I thought it would be good yes. going into it. I did not expect her to to um, really to, to have such a modern voice yeah. uh, for that book. So it was incredible. Um, additionally, um, X-Men Blue Origins. Oh, yeah. I like that book a lot. I know it was um, controversial, controversial for certain. Uh, I really enjoyed it. And I appreciate everyone who was able to have a constructive conversation about Absolutely. it. You guys Absolutely. are the real MVPs. Yeah. Uh, this is a good year for Joshua Williamson as well, by the way. Oh, um, not sure. just for, you know, him having he headline. I mean, he did dark crisis before that mm-hmm. night terrors he got to like kind of like shepherd that uh regardless of people's opinion about it but his like his solo series things like green arrow and superman superman was one of those like oh finally superman's back yeah you know like i he's and and with a with an approach that's both both fresh and with a with a foot in mm-hmm. uh in nostalgia but not in a like self-indulgent kind of way and a like you know I always make it like this kind of analogy, but it's not a uh, it's not a reskin. You know, it's like when you look at uh, the Ocarina of Time. I remember that game being beautiful and amazing, but then when they revamped it, it was like, oh, that's how I remember it, and it is as good as I remember it because they cleaned it up a little bit. Right, right. Um, but Green Arrow, I didn't really know a lot about Gaali, nor did I really care. And uh, that was a very easy book to read, and I still read it today. And mm-hmm. I, I was like shocked by how much I enjoyed it. I was like, wow, this is like really cool and fun and and it like it just further explained his you know his history and more importantly his family. Yeah. Um, I regularly read Shazam for a time, uh, and it was just like what a what a what a um, sabotage. You know, they're just like here's Dan Mora and Mark Wade doing Shazam. Like I, I if it was like Dan Mora and Mark Wade writing doing anything, I'd be like oh done. And Shazam was one of those things where I'm like oh, I guess I'll have to put my money where my mouth is in this one. And I did, and I was rewarded for it for having like a really joyful, fun book that doesn't feel like anything else. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that was a shock, and it was really good. Uh, I figure for a second, I want to like just toss it back over because like here's something I noticed for myself this year. Yeah. Um, and as the year has been wrapping up, it has kind of shifted slightly, but I want to try. I'm going to go out of my way that next year. Yeah. Um, but I noticed like. I was very, I'm super Marvel heavy, super Marvel and a Which little bit. Which is amazing indie. because no, that's like, usually not the case. Yeah. I know, but I'm very Marvel. I was this year in particular, I was like, right. wow, it was Marvel, 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 mm-hmm, Marvel mm-hmm. with some indie stuff, which I was like, I want to get back into more of those. But it, with indie, it has to be something I, I'm interested in. Totally. Like, it's something that I want. Right? Yeah, I can't just be like, I'm just going to read them all and then see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, But like DC, I was like, I really felt like I wasn't there just wasn't Plugged something in. i didn't like i just didn't feel a connection to many of the books and you took right? a lot of attempts like you you did jump I, into a lot of them. i did um but i did note that i was like oh my gosh this was the year that swamp thing um green hell return yes yeah with yeah. the three i think it was what three was or four three, issues it was three issues um, and like so and the, the first issue came out last year yeah and, and there were some issues there mm-hmm. um but you know it had come back this year it back in february i was like i completely forgot about that book it was yes. a black label book um issue two and three came out in february and march of this year mm-hmm. um and i i think it was good i just i honestly i don't feel like it had like a strong impact on me but i was just like you know what i was really really glad that it um that it did come back yes and that, that like, they were able to but it was also it was evidence of a black label book that wasn't a batman book exactly <laughs> so like, right hey, it was great <laughs> yeah yeah no it's true 
um but yeah so that's something i'd like to try to maybe make a little shift towards and again like this year obviously um as wonder woman launched oh, with yeah. tom king I, I obviously i've been reading that and and i have been enjoying it yep um same for for sure it, uh, daniel samper's art is just uh, un- unparalleled compared yeah. to what he was doing with uh you know dark crisis and so forth but this is yeah this is something else yeah, and honestly, um, along those lines, it was a one shot, but I kind of enjoyed that Supergirl special. Yeah, that they did. Yeah, I remember and you. It was uh, like one issue, of, yeah. and I was just like, I picked this up and I read it, and I, I think I had a nice time with it. So, right. Um, and I, I mean, also obviously, there's also Batman Santa Silent Night, which is a silly book, but mm-hmm. I'm really enjoying it. I know, but now, hey, now it's in continuity. So, <laughs> yeah. But what, what about? Uh, what, what, I'm sure there was a ton of like other indie books that you you read. Yeah, remember, uh... yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a few other indie books I started picking up. Like I said, like Phantom Road is, is officially Road. on my list of books that I I need to catch up with. Yep. Um, uh, there was uh, a few Dark Spaces books, Good Deeds, that I really enjoyed this year. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, Dark uh, Dark Spaces uh, Dungeon, 100%. Yes. I, I love that book. I want to give a huge, huge shout out to Hexagon Bridge. Yes. Uh, I That book launched this year, and I, it was one of those I was struck by the cover. Mm-hmm. I read a little bit of the summary, and I was like, yeah, that sounds pretty good. And I have been floored by um, it's, it's a, it's a, a one-person operation over there doing writing and art, and uh, the art is just – it's next level. I do love the story. Yeah. The art is incredible. Um, if it, if you picked up the first issue and maybe it wasn't like you didn't feel connection to it, I think in trade it's going to be like just incredible, like totally. just just really really great. Yeah. Uh I I didn't really I should have <laughs> I should have actually like like sectioned these out yeah. into what they were, but I didn't. I didn't. Oh, okay, I thought you had like an indie section. No, so I was going to no, say no, like but, you you read but, World Tree. That that was another book that you. Were, I did like, read oh. that, but I went, I did not connect with. I, I maybe I have to go back to okay, it. Okay. Really, I was right. like I'm not not going to worry about that. Um, Hunger in the Dusk. Ah, yes. A hot orc book, as uh, G. Willow Wilson has has um dubbed it. Uh, just really great book. Uh, obviously, Saga continued this year. Yep. Um, no dip. Know, no, no dip in quality. Just something. Uh, it's a treat for me, and I absolutely uh adore it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Quite a few IDW books this year. For it's me. true. Yeah. I, even I got a uh, got in on the action. It wasn't an indie book by any stretch of the imagination. The Stranger Things TMNT book. Oh yeah. I was like, wow, this is really fun and really good. And like, if you love turtles, you'll love that that crossover. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, we got a few, obviously, like more for her covers. Um, but Peach Momoko, oh, yes. but she did do some Demon Day stuff this year. Yeah, I think and, one of them actually launched this year at the beginning maybe, of the year. Maybe, well, Demon Days is all with. I know, I know, thing, but like, but like each book, they're all they all they're all they like little mini series. Yeah, they all like a lot of them. They all connect. Yes. Um, but just made me extra excited for her um upcoming run at X Men. Oh my God! Yeah, that's right. She's gonna be spearheading the entirety of ultimate yes. x-men i'm like it is x-men yeah yeah with uh with the pov character being armor yeah 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 set in japan uh i also um wanted along with those uh dc stuff mm-hmm. uh flash number one. Oh yeah i i hear here's flash talk yeah. about like um diving into something i know nothing about mm-hmm. um i mean i do i watched the cartoons right <laughs> like Justice i'm League i'm familiar I with flash yeah uh, at least with wally um yeah so it's like I I I get it, Speed Force, right. um, but never really like jumped into reading a run. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, like I said, like I'm not usually a, a follower of a writer, but I was like, you know what, if Cy Spurrier is going to write, I'm going to at least give it a shot. Yep. And I am really digging it. I know for Flash fans, maybe it's not their their thing, um, but I do like some darkness in in my books, and of I, course, and I like to think that like 
you know, it's a Bob Rossian moment for Sai yeah. where he's like painting. You got you got to like lay down some of those darks in order. You got to get the shadows in there to, to make that light pop. That's you know? right. Like, That's right. So I like to think that we are are building towards that because like might like, it always feels to me like the Flash family, the Flash characters are are fun and there's like hope to them. Naturally. So, yeah. Um. You know, it, I've been enjoying that. You know, getting me over to that side a little bit. Definitely. And then a, a book that that Sal was like, you have to read this, and I was like, this was fun and it was silly and it was dumb, but Batman off-world yes yeah batman <laughs> off-world was another one where i'm like You're like what what was that yeah what was that next issue comes out this week so i'm really excited yeah 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 um so what else you got uh the, in terms of black label you know there was it was not as exciting as it has been before but they finally launched that like kind of quasi sequel to birthright which is the like mark wade uh brian hitch uh last days of lex oh, luther book yeah, yeah. which clearly was done like i think this book was finished early and dc rushed it out because now the book is like it's almost like they're never going to finish it because like mm -hmm. hitch needs another year or two to finish the book like mm -hmm. I, and i'm like you know I, I know how like prestigious it is to like get hitch because people remember him from 30 years ago but like mm -hmm. at this point it doesn't need to be hitch like it you don't you don't need that kind of like you know it, it, hitch is bringing his a game on that book yeah but it didn't have like it, it it did the job but it didn't have the hit that i think i was like looking for right it was, right, right, it was right. good and i liked it but you know it was it was similar in, in with the uh, ultimate invasion where it was like that was a book that was really hyped i think people were really excited and the art was like when it worked it worked pretty well yeah. and when it didn't it really didn't work and it was like that and the just the like weaponized pretension of that series sure. made me like go oh, uh, i'm i went from being the most excited to being like maybe i'll jump off of the main marvel universe and just go full <laughs> into the ultimate the new ultimate universe too oh well, i'll just wait and see how this goes and uh and so yeah but now with with, with ultimate spider-man you know like that's coming out in 2024 and mm -hmm. i'm really excited about that yeah uh, but again that's 2024 yeah you know which is great because it means that it, it will have that book in 2024 we can talk about whether that was an unmitigated success or disaster right 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 out. right because it could be it, like it with with hickman and chichetto on that book like that is there's actually like a lesson I want like the industry to learn from that book, which is like you, you really, that is like when they launched it, you when they launched it, ultimate Spider-Man's coming out. It's got, uh, you know, Jonathan Hickman and um, Marco Cicchetto, you know, like one of the most established winningest, you know, in continuity or continuity writers in recent years. Uh, and one of the like biggest rising stars mm -hmm. of the, like, you know, of our, of our publishing line. And, uh, you know you're you're kind of like oh i need to get this this is a must-have book yeah and uh you know batman and spider-man should be the must-have books every effing month right 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 like i shouldn't feel like this every year or so you know it was like man were we spoiled like i was just thinking about like the the snyder capullo run of batman and how yeah. it's like that was a like you can't miss this book every single month to the point where they could get away with doing a thing where they're like you know the 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 fat cats say that everybody everything's got to be different dcu mm -hmm. so batman's gone after one of the biggest batman stories we could ever muster mm -hmm. and uh so gordon's going to take up the reins but 
Snyder and Capullo are staying on the book. So it's right. like, well, I gotta keep reading it. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a level of consistency. You have to keep one thing consistent. Right, but and sure. it's but it's still like you got some crazy looking oh, yeah, really yeah, great yeah. stuff. No. And it and it felt totally consistent throughout right, the entire right, run. Right. Like Spider-Man needs that. They main like flagship books need the top talent that you can find. Yeah. And then you like, but you can always find the new top talent by giving them other books like spine tingling Spider-Man or, right. you know, or, 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 you know, uncanny Spider-Man or like whatever book it doesn't have to be Spider-Man, but like, you know, just other side books that are yeah. like, you know, still going to be published and still going to be bought by a percentage of your readers. Mm-hmm. I want to uh, also mention another indie book. I read uh, the deviant. Oh yeah. The deviant, uh, uh, James Tynan, the fourth book, uh, you know, again, very, very, very impermature, very, very impermature. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but just a, a genuinely like scary read. Absolutely. Just, I, I can't wait for that to come out yeah. the next issue of that for sure. Birds of prey. Oh uh, yeah. There's another book that I need to get you to read. Well, that's I, on. So I, I have a list. Oh, of like I, what you want to jump of, into. Of like things that it's like, I need to get myself going here. Yeah, and I'll be yeah. happy to go over that later on. And I'm frustrated to say, you know, penguin, you know, it's debut. I was like, why is it so good? No. Yeah. Uh, and it, it, it is, it's just, it's, it's great. And it's a penguin book. And it's a penguin book, uh, right? Transformers. I think, uh, you know, I've, I've always been like, kind of like, Oh man, Transformers. Like I like it, but it's not quite what I was hoping for, you know, or not, but it wasn't what, do a power bomb or dead earth mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or even murder Falcon has achieved. But I think when you read it all, like I think when you get it into like a big, you know, like yeah. hardcover, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's going to be unlike any transformers run ever. Right. Like I think that people will be talking about it forever. Yeah, that's fair. You know? And that's, that's, that's something special. Like I'm on the ground floor of something really special. Yeah. Um, I find, you know, I read city of madness meh the art is great okay you would love the art i've seen the art I've oh yeah the, art. the writing is just not for you not okay like uh, it's just it's it, it's very like straightforward and surface level um uh i uh also uh, along the same lines of dc um mm-hmm. justice league versus godzilla versus kong mm-hmm. a, a kind of a divisive book but for sal yeah I'm not, I, I'm not in it i am so like into it i'm so loving it um i i, I it's just it's just the right type of like schlock or it, fun yeah it is fun i think it's just fun um do i know that part of the reason i'm reading it is because i do want to see those huge splash pages of, of like superman being dwarfed by godzilla yeah totally yeah i want that yeah why wouldn't i want that's that? what it's there for <laughs> that's what it's there for yeah that's yeah um yeah i've like i i i am really loving that book um and i'm looking forward to reading more of it uh in, in the coming year i i i would love to Maybe do want to do that on the uh, couch. Sometime. Oh, I would love to see that. I would yeah. absolutely get such a kick out of that. No question. Uh, Babylon Five creator J. Michael Straczynski came back to deck to Captain America, uh-huh, uh-huh. and uh, I'm you know it's great. It's not the Mark Wade Chris Somney run where I'm like this is a freaking amazing, but it was it's got Jesus Saiz from Punisher, and it's like it's good. It's a good book. I'm like yeah, um, but yeah. So that's a good one. I yeah, really yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, this was here was the one that I like immediately upon seeing the cover was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I loved this book. I yeah. really did. It was like I it was a, a little bit of a kind of a sleeper hit for me. Like mm-hmm. I was just like, oh my gosh, that came out. Yes, um, but um, Werewolf by Night. Oh yeah, came out. 
uh, Derek Landy and Fran Gallen on um, writing an, an art duty for that book. And uh, yeah, that like, it was one issue. Yeah. And it was so good. And I, and I was just, I wish there was more of it. But maybe want, maybe that want makes it all the better. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, did you want to talk about spine tingling Spider-Man? Yeah, I've got that on my list. Oh, I was giving you time if you had more. Oh, thank you. I mean, there's there, there's a I mean, like every week we read books. Oh yeah, and no, so, I know, but I have I have like two more that are like definite like yes, absolutes for me. Oh well, um, I, I was shocked that Ultimate Universe was better than Ultimate Invasion. Yeah. I was really worried after Ultimate Invasion that Ultimate Universe was going to. Well, and again, like I had a very different take on that because i only read like the first issue of ultimate invasion and yes. then i forgot like i you missed, forgot about the rest I of missed them yeah. the, fir- the second one and then by the time the third one came out i was like oh no i can't read that because i read the se-. yeah so like i completely fell off of like course with that and mm-hmm. then i read the other one and yeah. i was like this is great yeah but i know i'm reading it without context uh-huh. <laughs> yeah yeah um, but it gives me hope for for the universe yeah 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 especially since he's sharing you know, writing duty. Yes, absolutely. And I, I think he has proven with the uh, launch of Krakoa that he can manage Different. working with others yeah. and like having those ideas hopefully like kind of come together. So I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what um, the ultimate, the new ultimate universe produces. Me too. Me too. Um, um, I, I think I already mentioned uncanny Spider-Man, but I, did? if I didn't, I'm saying it again. Even <laughs> if I did, I'm saying it again. Yeah. Because what a great book. I agree. What no, it a great is great. Book. Uh, similarly, like, you know, where it's, what you remember but different um pepo's a spy uh, punisher book is mm. very much it reminds me of uh, punisher 2099 so if you like that series you should probably check out that one it's very much a distinctly like marvel comic like in if this if, if punisher one dropped in 1994 mm-hmm. it would have 80 issues uh <laughs> the fact that it launched in 2023 means it probably will get seven right, 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 <laughs> but, right. uh you know but i but i i wish it well um, I, and I like it, but it, again, it's I, I like it, and I think it's distinctly Marvel. Mm. Um, but I do miss the rush I had from reading the Aaron Punisher book. That's fair. Um, also, this year, earlier in the year, uh, it's Jeff came oh, out. Oh, yeah, it's Jeff. And then later in the year, it's Jeff, it, the Jeff verse. Yes. Uh, very family friendly, very light reading. Like if you had been like having a rough day or a rough week of it, or just felt like maybe comics didn't have like that type of joy to it. Yeah. That was two issues that were like, here you go. It's just, it's silly. It's fluff. It's fun. Um, it, I, I, it, you, you can't, it's not like I'm going to compare it to like, you know, like, and on, uh, meanwhile, over on Cy Spurrier's run, this is happening, but I mean, like, it's Jeff. No, there's just totally <laughs> different things. Yes. You know, um, very okay. I, I, little vignettes, perfect. And again, if you have, um, you know, kids or right. like, you know, nephews, nieces, whatever, it's something you can totally look at with them. Mm-hmm. There's really no writing in it. Like, it's just like, yes, Jeff doesn't speak, you know, right, exactly. like, um but just it's a fun little read absolutely love it uh i also want to give a big shout out to uh ethan s parker and griffin sheridan and bob quinn for producing kill your darlings this is a culmination of a dream of theirs and i'm really thrilled to see that it's come to fruition it's a you know very genuine uh attempt at like you know their their take on a kind of like you know uh genuine here's like a cracked mirror version of you know, trauma and reality. I'm excellent. Like, good for you. Excellent. Excellent. Um, 
this is just something I like was like I had forgotten this came out mm-hmm. and I know I enjoyed it. I don't know if on a reread if I've enjoyed it as much. But do you remember when the Unforgiven came out? It was X-Men Unforgiven, Spider-Man, Spider-Man Unforgiven, Unforgiven, of course. Captain yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it was like uh, what it was, was it? Tim Seeley's just like vampire, his, his vampire story. event. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, it wasn't even an event. It was just clearly it could have been if if marvel had their version of a black label book yes that's where this would have gone yeah. and they could have really amped it up then but i was just like wow yeah. what yeah like okay <laughs> such a good thing and like along those lines spine tingling spider-man um a book that you know initially i'm reading it and i'm like cool not sure i get the art choice and then it hits until you turn and, the page yeah. and and when you see it <laughs> it's it's incredible yep. um you know i think we're like two issues in on that yeah and uh i know it hit in the right month and now we're like and like we're out of like the month where like people tend to gravitate more towards horror yeah. i'm kind of all year round horror kind exactly. of exactly so it doesn't really matter for me um so i'm just waiting for the rest of it at this point mm-hmm. um but like you will definitely be seeing that for halloween i'm back <laughs> she was definitely. like we're, we're good we got yeah, it yeah we gotta do that one <laughs> that'll be a great one good good call spending with spider-man's it's really good. Really yeah. great. I think we're going to do two next year. I think that's a great idea. I think we're both Marvel, though. So we we'll should. See. I hope we can. I hope we can remember to do that. It's tend- it tended to be Batman, but I, was yeah. like, I think I got two Marvel. Well, Spider-Man series. will get away with it. We can- yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, we, I was also uh, turned on to two different artists that I never he- heard of. Okay. And that's, I apologize for not knowing them at the time, but uh, Gavin Guidry's art mm-hmm. and Danny mm-hmm. Earl's art. I was like, I'd never seen their art before. Uh, and I also got a chance to, thanks to New York Comic Con, see uh, Aaron Campbell's art in person. And uh, that was really, that was a game changer. Yeah. So yeah, that was yeah, really yeah. cool. Um, I will get into an artist that I was like, wow, by, um, yeah. but I do have one more book. And I, I if I don't mention it, I, I think, somebody inevitably like how did she not say this? yeah yeah because there's gonna be something i just missed or i wasn't thinking about in the moment when i was mm-hmm. making my list um because your list will like like change as you you know you're reflecting on it like if you were to ask you to reflect on this in like a month or so it would probably be different right yeah um but god's Oh yes, gods, of course. Gods came out this that was skeety year. right um yes yeah, it's, it's skeety it's hickman um it's I, I love this book yeah. so much, even if sometimes I don't know what's going on in it a hundred percent because it's like, I clearly, I need to just see, have this all together. Yes. Um, but God's was an incredible entry. Um, and it's really helping because again, I'm reading Dr. Strange by McKay and I am enjoying it, but I'm missing a little something, something and God's is filling that for me. What 100% loved God's. Uh, I know a lot of people were like, a little cool on Hickman post because this came post out. Post Krakoa, yeah. Well, why was going to say invasion. post invasion? And, yeah. I, and I think it, that suffered the first issue a little bit because people were like, well, I did not like invasion. That's totally fair. It was completely different source material there. Um, and God's was just, yes, 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 yes. 100%. Yeah. I love Skeety's work. Right. Uh, Skeety was the one that came up with that amazing uh, Abigail brand design. Yes. It was just like, just that's my headcanon now. Right. That's, that that's her suit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, as far as like artists for me, um, again, I'm going to like, yeah, Skeet is incredible. Um, so glad Capuccio got to finish out the, his Moon Knight run. Um, just been so many uh, amazing artists, but again, the Hexagon Bridge, Richard Blake, just bringing uh, a very distinct style. It's something that's really stuck with me. Yeah. Like if it, if it, your art gets in my brain like that, I, there's something there. Right? Yeah. Like I, I, I just feel like a connection to it for sure. Definitely. Um, 
I th- did I actually take a yeah I said it was nine I think it is X Men nine the uh, Legion of X Legion was like of one X. of my favorite issues this year along with Werewolf by Night yeah because it was just like it just hit right exactly for me um some some books that I definitely I'm like I have to I got to get to right mm-hmm. I got I got to catch up on um Bone Orchard yes I got to get. <laughs> Too. there's so much bone orchard and i really like i'm interested and in i've read some of it there's just so much i have to get there birds of prey definitely on there got to catch up yep. on phantom road um i also want to catch up on indigo children yeah i love that book and then i i missed an issue mm-hmm. and uh poison ivy i yes. have got to got to got to got to yep catch up on poison ivy i'm so far behind on it um but it's one of those things where i'm like yes and there's plenty of others plenty yeah. of others but like that's like my short list right now fair of like things that came out or not came out but like things that happened in 2023 mm-hmm. that i was like yeah, i'll be back for you right <laughs> i'm coming back for you exactly yeah um and then she never did mm-hmm. <laughs> did you have any standout issues oh man you know it's interesting there wasn't like that was the thing like there were issues that i thought were really good but there's nothing that i thought like was you know exalted where i'm like this is something Mm. that really needs to be celebrated like this is an issue that really like matters to me or this is an issue that like on the there uh, there were certainly like issues i was glad i own in physical but like there was nothing that i needed to have in physical Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah oh also sam pear's art of course like just yeah yeah getting yeah but seeing him like really like go for it with with wonder woman's yeah it's been amazing. So, so incredible. Um, Lenny, Lenny Laserdisc says, before I forget, Merry Christmas. Merry oh, Christmas to you, Lenny. Uh, Dan V900, The Enfield Gang Mas- Massacre is a fantastic miniseries. The fifth issue came out last week. There's one issue left, and it's a crime comic that's totally like scalped and uh, as that Texas Blood r- spinoff. Okay, yeah. Uh, sounds I, fun. I realize I'm not a big crime person. No, yeah. I like to like- watch... Right. Crime stuff. I will listen to crime stuff. Yeah, but I rarely pick up like a crime comic. Like, that's yeah. why like Ed Brubaker is really lost on me. But um, I know it's brilliant. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Zoinks. Uh, loved Immortal X-Men and yes. Immortal X-Men and uh, Sins of Sinister That's was great. Immortal. Okay. Hadn't ha- been that pumped to read an event for a while. Having right. Yeah. Too. No, there was something about that. And what I appreciated about them doing that was they created it over in a pocket. And it was a pocket that just the three people who were doing it had to deal with. It. Yes. Like it was just their books. And if you were reading those books, you were probably on board for this because we were all like those three books were all like on a collision course towards the sins of sinister. Yes, that's true. Right. And, and I was like, that is such a brilliant, respectful way to do like an event where yeah. you're just like, I'm not what we're doing here. will have ramifications afterwards, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's not going to grind everyone else's books to a halt. Exactly. Spider-Man's not going to come to a halt. Avengers no. is not going to come to a halt because we have to do this event. Right. Totally. They're like, we're going to do this thing over here. It's okay. We already did our Gillen's like, I did my big thing. Right. Like, last year. Yeah. Last year was Axe. Yeah, yeah. I did that. I did that there. Let's do this little thing. The three of us are going to work on it together. Yep. And just, yes. Right. Easily one of my favorites. Uh, infamous Mike Manhattan. My favorites were Sacrificers by Rick Remender and Max Fuamia, uh, where the body was, uh, the where the body was by Brubaker and Phillips, Rogue Sun, Radiant Black, and Bone Orchard. Nice. The covers for, or the cover for where the body was, there's like a like yeah. trade for it. Like, it's great looking. Yeah. I forgot to mention the alternates. I really enjoyed the alternates from, <gasps> oh, yeah. uh, 
everybody. I you know, you Jordan Bloom, yes. Tim Seeley, Pat Oswalt. Uh, Rivy, uh, much love to you both. Happy holidays, and thank you for all your amazing indulgent content. Thanks, thank Rivy. Thank you. Uh, Stupid Sandwich, uh, thanks for your generosity. Just out of curiosity, when can we expect the Nightfall Redux on this channel? Any chance we could see the episode drop between Christmas and New Year's? Absolutely not, and it's not on this channel. But thank you very much for uh, digging on it, man. Um, we will get to Nightfall in 2024 on YouTube.com slash not here on Compop Returns. Uh, Reaver, Reaver B. Dumbass, uh, or Dumbdus? Sorry. Uh, that's Mr. Dumas. Uh, hope you guys have a great 2024. As an artist, I can't uh, thank you guys enough. I'm always watching or listening to you guys. Well, Toronto, thank you. I'm glad I got your yeah, name wrong. I'm no, sorry about thank that. Thank you so much. Uh, Reaver B. Dumbdus. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, Tyler and somebody mentioned Jamal Campbell. Jamal Campbell. Great job on Superman. Amazing stuff. Uh, of course, we all knew that if we were reading Far Sector or uh, if yeah. we were tricked into reading Naomi. Uh, Tinfoil Tyrant, thank you very for your generosity. Thank hey, Gon, you. been a while. Uh, hope this finds everyone well. Happy denominational day <laughs> and a good time. Holiday, Holiday yes. And a uh, good time for those we have lost. May your bellies be full and your homes warm. Mitch, love, and uh, good tidings. Well, you too, Tinfoil so Tyrant. Thank you very much. And happy New Year to you, man. Yeah. Uh, Jay Sage, disappointed to see I've only been subscribed since February 2016. <gasps> Thought it'd be longer. Here's to another year of comic book. Well, well thank, thank you, you very, very much. much. Yeah. Glad to have you. Exactly. Girk Pectus, uh, DC Xmas had constant scrooging lex luther a fun combo but too short my favorite cb thing overall was the return of dc golden age characters finally i we bought that yes we did we bought that in physical and i was like i'm gonna read it and then i we did because it, well, no it was in physical i know i know it, like sometimes like i'll read like smaller things like that when i'm at work and i didn't bring it with me to work mm -hmm. it wouldn't have mattered i, I had no time to yeah read. maybe i could Dante Cook, thanks for your generosity. Okay. Uh, hey, guys, I'm arriving late, but I wanted to give some love to Outsiders number two. I don't think anyone's paying attention to this at all. This last issue had me laughing and my heart breaking. Aquaman is a genocidal sea monster. Yes, he is. Uh, but uh, I'm glad you dug it, man. Uh, I have not uh, really heard much in the way of the Outsiders. So I feel like that should probably be championed by somebody. Not necessarily me, because I, I don't even know anything about it. <laughs> Uh, Jay Sage returns. Thank you very much. Uh, the super books were highlights of me for me, along with Hulk. I really uh, curated my taste this year to yes. add more street level. Usually a cosmic guy, but you've made me a Philistine. Also loved mm -hmm. everything Wade. Yeah, me too, See, man. That's awesome. You. But that's like, this is a great time to go back and check out what you might have bought this right. year. And then like, see, like, how'd you feel about it? Did you yeah. go like, hey, you know what? Like. I, I'm pretty pleased. I feel good about it. Or you're like, you know what? I need a little something different. Maybe totally. like something to spice it up a little bit because that'll also help to make sure that you don't get like too much burnout. It's just mm -hmm. trying something new. Exactly. You don't have to stick with it. You could just try it. Exactly. Cesarac, uh, uh, I discovered y'all this year. Well, welcome to the team, man. Thank you. Since then, you've been my favorite comic channels. Here's the Pox and Pox since the Sins coverage. Loved it ever since. That's Yay, nice. That's, good to that's know, awesome. Uh, Dante Cook, thanks for generosity. Tiffany, I finally gave Wilson's <gasps> The Hunger a shot. It was perfect, especially since I'm currently playing a half-orc barbarian in my campaign. That's Thanks. awesome. Yay! Hey, that's fun. I love it. Uh, Cora Valentine, uh, have a watch later. Got to finish my SM 2009 Omnibus. Well, enjoy. <laughs> Good luck with all that. <laughs> Trash Cam, happy holidays to you two and uh, the rest of the Compop crew. Thanks for all the great shows this year. Thank you, well, Trash thank Cam, you. for watching. We appreciate it. True Believer, if you want a fun read, check out Fiona McCool. Thank you very much for that plug. And it's from Steve and Lily Butler. All oh, cool. right, check that out, folks. It's available on Kickstarter now. Uh, and with that, I think we should recommend some comics, right? Unless yeah, you have any I, you know, I mean, like I always have more, but no, I think we're good. I, I, I really, like I said, like I wrote down way more than I needed to. Um, and I, I went through most of it anyway. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> 
But like, I think so. the, like I said, it was very eye opening for me, and mm-hmm. I am glad that I like at the end of this year I've gotten more like over to getting some DC books in there. I yeah. used to read a lot of DC, and yes. then like, like Just, I said, like I when as books end, yeah, then like. I, I more like I need to find something that's in my interest. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. It, you know, there are very few characters I'm going to read, like no matter what, like Dr. Strange, even when he's not my, like there was a few runs that we've covered on this channel. Mm-hmm. I'm not calling out names right now, but like that I wasn't thrilled with, but I still read them because yeah. I was like, I want this book. I want the, this character. Ah. Yeah. 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 Um, so pretty, um, pretty, pretty, pretty pleased with my overall look. When I looked at the, like last year, when I looked at the number of, like of number ones, that like I, I picked up, I felt pretty like thrilled with it because a lot of them were things that I stuck with. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it wasn't just me trying out random stuff and then it not like and that that's fine too. Like if that's totally. what it was, but like I felt good about my choices where it was like books that I ended up like really enjoying. But yeah, yeah there were quite a few number ones mixed in there, and that was that, that was excellent. I love it. Like I, that really made me feel good. Yeah, about um, my choices and also just my desire to try new things. Yes. Which is important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I said, like next year, I think I'm going to try even more so. Okay. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Whoops. I just, uh, I was looking at books that I'm like, oh, I should recommend this. And then I saw who was drawing it. And I'm like, nope. Okay. Nope, that's out of there. That, I didn't even know what it, which way one it was. Way to hamstrung somebody. Uh, oh, okay. But yeah, um, as far as books are concerned, things that are coming out this week that I think you should check out. Uh, Animal Pound number one is from uh, Tom King and Peter Gross. This is Animal Farm in a uh, an animal shelter. I'm not reading this. Or a pound, really? I'm literally not reading. I'm this. reading it. I gotta see it. I I skipped on We Three when it launched, and I, uh, I I know I missed something special, but also it would have wrecked me anyway. Yeah, here's the thing, and here like I love horror. As long as that horror or sadness doesn't happen to an animal, to an animal like you know, there, uh, let's, okay, yes and no, because yeah, I love like just general horror and like sometimes that does happen but when it's like it, it is a, like a domesticated it's an animal an animal and if it's like too sad i can't yeah i just i just can't right no it's true <laughs> uh well batman superman world's finest 22 is coming out uh more kingdom come and uh what was it uh boy thunder action it's a great series i love it uh batman orf world number two is coming out yay we're gonna see where that goes this will be the make or break it i mean like obviously the series is like silly and weird yeah we'll see how silly and weird it is okay uh i just uh sang the praises of kill your darlings it's uh issue of four comes out uh nightwing 109 is dropping so that's exciting very nice and uh and uh there um, was there was a book called the original x-men's coming out but uh oh, yeah. reg lance drawing I, okay, it, so. I saw that. I saw and they had the audacity to put ryan stegman drawing the original x-men on the cover like that was like yeah i'll pick that up oh what the um but is there anything? Because I, I should have asked this earlier before we started the Rex, and people might have left. Yes. Um, what What's your number one thing you're looking forward to for 2024 in comics? Oh, like, great what, question. Is there a book that, like, in particular, that you're like? I don't. I don't know. I'm not really like, plugged into what people are launching in 2024. Um, you know, I I, I, I follow Ultimate Spider-Man. Ultimate Spider-Man, I think, is the number one book that has to be because it's the one book that I know is coming out in 2024 that yeah. people are like teasing to me. Yeah, yeah but like yeah. you know, as far like you know, King hasn't told me anything, and uh, Williamson isn't working on anything that I that he's told me about that he's like, oh, I'm doing this. It's gonna be really exciting. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't really, I don't really inside privileged information, but uh, oh, uh, yeah, but I can't talk about it. It's probably going to cut. Actually, I don't think it's going to drop until 2025. But uh, depending on where Warner Brothers in DC is, we'll see. Okay. Um, for me, it's Hellblazer. Of course. 
like it, new hellblazer from hit from side new new but not new the continuation like, yeah, the rest of hellblazer yeah it's aaron campbell it, it's it's Cy Spurrier. um it's everything i could have hoped for it, it's very very rare that um you you get to see a series like this come back with um that with the original team yeah yeah, yeah. So I, I'm I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled for them, and I'm thrilled for all of us who are fans of the first series. And I'm thrilled for those who are going to be finding it for the first time and get to go back and be like, oh, there's more. Yeah. Um, by the way, people are asking if I, I saw Guardians of the Galaxy 3 because of the animal cruelty. Oh, and yeah. And I'm like, I did, and it destroyed me. Yeah. It was it was rough. Yeah. No, that was that was hard. That was that was really, really hard. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in like a mainstream yeah, movie yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, no, uh, I've never, I've never had the guts to watch or to to read We Three. No, I, no, I don't, don't do that. I could do that. Yeah. I don't know if I could do that. Um, so for me this week, uh, there's a lot happening. Uh, Uncanny Spider-Man number five. Or not this week, but next week. Yeah, this this uh, well, no, it's uh, oh, it's yeah, this, it's week. this week. It is this Wednesday. Week. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, we'll have to talk about this at some point. Everybody, mm-hmm. I love this book. This is post X Men Blue. Yeah, like so. Hooray! Uh, Doctor Strange number ten. Yay! Yay! God's number three. Oh, a shout out to uh, Alex Ross doing the covers for all of the Doctor oh, Strange runs. Yeah, yeah. Talk about some spectacular. Because like, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, I know I've given Alex Ross a hard time for some of his covers. I think Alex Ross is a brilliant, brilliant artist. I think sometimes when he's like under the gun, it's it, not as it's, it's not, not as strong. It's not as strong as it should be. Yeah. It's not as great as it should be. Um, but his Doctor Strange covers, he clearly. Clearly has a oh, love. Oh yeah, no, he does. A love he for that character. That he likes that character. Uh, I mean, and how could you not? You know, you you got the the Ditko influences there. Mm-hmm. You can really just go like wild. You can really play with the color palette. So yes, yeah. I loving them. I kind of hope they do. Um, some comics have done this. I know Vertigo's done it several times. Where they do like a cover gallery. Yeah, where you can just pick that up as like a really thin trade. I would love. That. I think that. I mean, I would also just love them to just print. Those because they'll do those. They, they'll they do print those. them as posters. Yeah, but like they get like the packs. Oh yeah, just all the Doctor Strange ones. Yeah. I could do like a whole. Yeah, I could do a whole thing. It'd be great. Make it happen. Wow, this is a freaking great week for me. Are yeah. you kidding me? Right. Oh, you didn't read that one. Uh, what? You didn't read that one. Uh, I I said God's number three. No, you didn't. I did. God's you said Doctor Strange. No, and then I said God's. But okay, then we went back. God's number three. Yep, coming out. Yes, I love that it's Doctor Strange and Gods because I'm like I get them back to back. Yeah, because like, Doctor Strange has featured a bit mm-hmm. in Gods, so yes, thank you. I like Win. I like Steve. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got it. Um, also, Wonder Woman number four Yay. coming out. Uh, this book, I I I like it, but it makes me very like just like like it's well written. But I'm like I get angry at characters, <laughs> and that's why it's well written. Yeah. Uh, the Deviant number two is coming out. I'm telling you, this is a, a creepy book and I I'm here for it. Yep. I, just a Christmas horror tale is what it's being t- t- touted as. And mm-hmm. that's what it is. And uh, yeah, like I said, it is definitely rated M. So oh, you definitely. have been warned. <laughs> um, Spine tingling Spider-Man number three. Hooray. <laughs> just what a weird book. Yeah. But I, I'm, I, I'm here for it. Um, Justice League versus Kong versus or versus Godzilla versus Kong. Number three is coming out. I, maybe Kong will actually be more in this one more. Yeah, he was not in the last That's one. That's okay. I'm really here for Godzilla. Between the two of them, I'm always a Godzilla fan. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kong fans. I'm just more of a Godzilla gal. I don't know what's to I think you. more people are. 
Yeah, but like, you know, we got Justice League crossing over with these guys and then Batman's crossing over with Santa Claus also. Santa <laughs> <laughs> Santa Claus Silent Night number three is coming out. Uh, a, a book I didn't expect to uh, love as much as I do. Uh, and yet here we are. Right. <laughs> and I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's others. But those are just the ones that Sal kind of uh, grabbed out for me. It's true. Um, there. But like, is that not enough? So at least you're it's not entertained? A, at least it's on a holiday weekend. Right. So like I actually might have some time to read some stuff, although I'll probably be doing more like, you know, holiday things. Yeah. But yeah. If the flooding continues, maybe I'll just drop you off here and just leave you here. With no. It's just like an internet connection and all the, all the books in the library. Be, I don't like to be left places. <laughs> <laughs> just leave you here. No. Oh, it'll become like a liminal space. I don't want that. Yeah. Nobody wants that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, who knows? Who knows? I'll, I'll take a look at yeah. what else is coming out. And then I might have just other things I want to talk mm-hmm. about next week. So anyway, yeah. yeah. Uh, but there are more super chatters that I need to get to. So. No, you don't. No, you do. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Girk Pectus, uh, Poison Ivy sounds great, but I don't want to support another great villain being forced into a hero because of popularity. I hate that trope. Happy uh, holidays. Thank you very much. And Grayfar, thanks for your support. Uh, Going to you. have to catch the rewatch, but thanks for all the laughs this year. Thanks for the laughs and love you. Thanks, Ray. Thanks for your support over yeah. the years. We appreciate you being here, man. And thank you to everybody for being here and supporting us uh, over this past year and yeah. over every year that we have uh, existed as a channel or as a channel network. Because this is uh, at least two years, I think, now of Comic-Thought Returns. I'm not sure. Uh, and le- learned a lot uh, this year about like what people are interested in, what they're not interested in. Um, and it's been it's been a it's been an educational year mm-hmm. uh, for to sure. be sure. Uh, but we want to thank you for being here, for supporting us. If you want to help us more directly, like the video, subscribe to our channel, go to patreon.com slash comic and check out Tiffany streaming on twitch.tv slash comic or on youtube.com slash comic pop plays uh, in the comments down below. You can click the links to everything we talk about and uh, except for the books. Um, I don't have like any residuals for that. So there's no point in bothering. Uh, you can just go to your favorite friend, the local comic book store, go to my comic shop, locator.com and check out your uh, local comic book store to see if you can get those books. And of course, don't forget to pre-order your books and we'll see you guys next time with another episode. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. Hello, everybody. Thanks a lot for watching. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.